0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Right now we want to talk spaceflight. There's some very uh, interesting things going on right now. And Stephen Clark joins us from spaceflightnow.com. Stephen, it's been a while. How you been?
2: Doing great. Busy uh, busy times in space flight. How about you?
1: Yeah, I, I know uh, Cape Canaveral's been very busy. Uh, it seems like there's a Starlink launch every few days. I know it's not quite that often, but uh, they have been going fast and furious.
2: Yeah, it's almost been on a, on a weekly cadence of launches uh, so far this year. Uh, SpaceX has uh, done nine launches of their Falcon 9 rocket uh So far this year, and seven of them have been for their Starlink Internet Constellation, which is uh, primed to deliver uh, broadband around the world uh, commercially. Potentially by the end of this year, uh, you'll be able to sign up for it. And uh, yeah, they've launched 430 satellites uh, for their Starlink fleet just since the start of the year. And that's twice as as many satellites as owned by any other individual company or government uh, currently operational. So that's the kind of paid, uh, cadence and kind of pace of launches that SpaceX
1: has been pulling off. And, and they're still getting ready for another uh, crewed space flight coming up on a Falcon 9 rocket and their crew Dragon capsule. That's still to come. We have a crew uh, on orbit that will come back. So so there's a lot going on on that side of things. And then, of course, the work continues on starship. Uh, Elon Musk uh, shared the first sneak peek at the super Heavy booster, so uh, Texas is really becoming an epicenter of this next generation. And ultimately, if this and we've already seen it fly, but ultimately, if Starship is able to get to orbit and the the system with super heavy works as planned, this is a game changer.
2: It is if it if it uh, you know gets to orbit. And, uh, you know, fulfills everything that SpaceX uh, desires, and I have no doubt it will at some point. It'll be the first fully reusable uh, launch vehicle in, in history. Um, the, the, lo- the booster, the first stage, the upper stage, the payload compartment, all fully reusable. Uh, they're designed to come back and land after finishing their missions and be fueled up. And, you know, maybe some inspections like you see on an airliner between flights and then go again and um yeah that's the total game changer uh you know SpaceX wants to be able to launch each starship mission for you know maybe you know not quite airline prices maybe a couple million per flight um but compare that to uh you know approaching 100 million per flight f- for a fraction of the of the lift capability it really is a game changer
1: yeah and we're talking huge payloads and ultimately getting a lot of stuff into orbit, Uh, water, fuel, food, Habitats, etc. That that's gonna make going back to the moon, that's gonna make uh, ultimately going to Mars and exploring the solar system much, much easier because you're gonna need big ships, you're gonna need to bring a lot of stuff. It's it's not like the old wagon trains exploring the old west where, where you can find water and food and shelter along the way. You need to bring everything. So having, you know, a huge heavy lift capability and being able to put a lot of stuff into orbit is the key.
2: Right. Imagine, you know, exploring the Old West. Imagine being able to send, um, you know, a a wagon or or a series of wagons without anyone on it where you don't risk human lives, send them out to the the frontier, plant crops, uh, you know, put in a herd of cattle in those days, I guess. Um, You know, so you have your fuel source, food source already there before humans arrive, and I think uh, creating this infrastructure and economy off the Earth will drive exploration and and make it sustainable, meaning you don't just send a mission to go put footprints and claim bragging rights so you can build a base or or a city on the moon or on Mars, and being able to carry 100 tons of stuff per mission, which Starship was going to be able to do uh, once they perfected and and get the in-orbit refueling part uh, piece uh, developed, that will be a game-changer, like you said.
1: All right, Stephen. Before we run out of time, and time is tight today, uh, the Perseverance rover is on Mars, and uh, the little helicopter Ingenuity, I believe, is getting ready to fly very soon. Tell us about that. And uh, speaking of a game changer, this is uh, also a first coming up.
2: It is yes. So, so the Perseverance rover landed, back, landed on Mars back in February. It's been mission's been going great so far. And one of its first big goals is to, uh, deploy this, uh, helicopter. It's a rotorcraft. It's about four pounds. It's like a small, the size of a small drone you might be able to buy in a, uh, in, you know, an electronics store or, or a hobby store. And, uh, that this, this rotorcraft is named Ingenuity. It's going to be uh, attempting to make the first power flight on another planet. And that flight is coming up, uh, around April 8th is when NASA's targeting to do that. And yeah, it'll it it, it it'll uh, NASA sent the first rover to Mars in the 90s and really pioneered uh future missions uh that found evidence of past water and and has found evidence that Mars was once habitable and this is the first aerial reconnaissance vehicle that NASA will send to another planet and uh if it works if it demonstrates that this is possible in in Mar- the Martian atmosphere which is just 1% of the thickness of Earth's it will open up whole new avenues of exploration.
1: Well, Stephen, always good to visit with you. A lot going on, a lot on your plate. Uh, We enjoy the updates, and we enjoy your work at SpaceFlightNow.com. Thanks.
2: Thank you. Happy to join you.
1: All right. There he is, Stephen Clark, SpaceFlightNow.com.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?